0: Hi, this is Linford Morton from the Shutterbug Life podcast. And here with an Ask Lin segment, which are the sort of mini, mini podcasts I do where I answer your questions on any photography related subject. And today I have a question from Rod, which was, you know, I have a number of questions in the queue that I need to get to. But but Rod's question was one that I hear so often, so frequently that I decided it it ought to go to the front of the line and i ought to stop whatever i'm doing right now and record a response to it because it's one of those questions that i i hear over and over again and so rod's question really has to do with what shooting mode should you use when you are taking pictures and you're out you know and if and you're out photographing And so I'll read his question. He says, "Len, I was reading a book on photography that was covering taking full manual control. The section went on to state that for some people, switching to the camera to manual mode makes them feel like an expert, as if it somehow is a sign of being a great photographer. The truth is, manual won't enable you to shoot any better than you can in aperture priority or shutter priority mode. What it does, however, is allow you to set the aperture and shutter speed yourself, as well as ISO." And no matter where you point the camera, it won't change the settings. In challenging light conditions, this can be a good reason to take manual control of your camera, especially if you use it with a gray card. So that that ends with his quote, and now he asks me, I understand the different camera modes and have a decent grasp on exposure and how the three things work together to facilitate a properly exposed photograph. My question is, do you shoot primarily in one mode, aperture priority or another mode, or do you primarily shoot it in manual mode? I know it would depend on the setting. If you want to show the motion of water, shutter priority, Uh, or isolated flower aperture priority, etc should i just concentrate on shutter priority and aperture priority modes if there's not a challenging light condition or should i just skip that and home hone my manual mode skills just looking for your thoughts and advice keep up the great work thanks rod thank you rod for that question And, and as i said before it's one that i hear quite often and it, it, it's so funny because I think so many people struggle with this one. Um, which shooting mode should I use? And, and I like the way Rod sets it up because he pretty much describes the situation you see. So first, you have these, these, these gurus who, you know, climb to the top of the photographic mountain and proclaim loudly for all to hear that you must shoot in manual mode or else you're not serious. And and you'll hear this over and over again, so much so that when, let's say, I'm out on a meetup with just a you know wide range of photographers of different levels, I'll often overhear a beginner photographer say to someone else, I'm just getting started, I'm not quite sure what to do with my camera or what mode to put it in. And invariably, the response back to them will be, just put it on manual mode to learn how to do that because that's the way to do it and i just go oh because it's so much more complicated than that right and whenever i hear someone say just put it in manual mode or i only shoot in aperture priority mode or i only shoot in shutter priority mode i always ask them why and and the thing is, usually you'll get some sort of a mumbling cliche about it being the best and it being the only way to really learn and it being the way to really control your camera. Just a bunch of mumbling cliches. But if you want to get beyond the cliche, keep asking why. Like, OK, why is it the best? Why, why, why? And pretty soon you'll, you'll reach the end of of the cliche train because, of the, you know, there are only two or three of them that you can string together to justify why you would only shoot in one mode and not the others and and the really the unsatisfying answer to the question which you sort of answered yourself rod is it depends what mode should you shoot in it depends it it depends it, it depends on you know what you're shooting and what you want to create the right mode for you will always depend on what you're shooting and what you want to create. Someone write that down or tweet it or something. The right shooting mode for you will always depend on what you are shooting and what you want to create. And here's another corollary to that or, or follow on thought, if that's not the right use of that word. You know, no one can tell you what shooting mode is best for you. They can only tell you why it's best for them. And and so this is these are the, the two reasons I, I shudder when I hear someone tell someone, I only shoot in this mode, and you should put your camera in that mode and only shoot in that mode. You have a lot of tools available to you as a photographer in terms of your camera. My dad, oh, who's a carpenter as well as many things he did, he was always, he'd always preach the right tool for the right job, son. That's what you're looking for. And so when you limit yourself to one tool, you don't always have the right tool for the right job. And so the right mode, again, will depend on what you're shooting and what you want to create. Now, um, I, I could use a decision tree, and Rod hinted at this, but I think it bears repeating for those of us listening who might who might not have quite understood what he was saying because you know that really went by quickly and so the decision tree that you can use to decide which mode to go to first is it starts with question number one is my subject moving is my subject moving is question number one and if the answer to that question is yes then you'll want to go to shutter priority or think about your shutter speed first and why is that? Because the shutter speed is what you use creatively to help show motion or movement or stop action. Shutter speed is all about movement and motion and stopping action or showing movement if you leave the shutter open so that things are moving you you can show a blur to de- de- deliberately show that something is moving and and that's the reason you would use that too shutter priority and and then once you've decided to use shutter priority of course the next thing you get to decide was remember it depends on what you're shooting and two, what you want to create. So the next thing you decide is what you want to create. And with a faster shutter speed, with a really fast shutter speed, meaning the 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 uh, shutter speed number is much higher, meaning it's like 1 over 500, 1 over 1,000, faster than that. But it's faster. You will have the shutter open and close so quickly that you freeze the action. And then with a slower shutter speed or with a lower number, on your shutter speed um, and depends on the, you know, a lot of times it depends on, you know, which which lens you're using. But for the most part, if you're looking at less than one over 30th of a second, it's considered a pretty slow shutter speed. And at that shutter speed, things that are moving in front of the camera when you take the picture will show up as a blur. And that will be a tool you use to create the perception of movement. So if the answer to the question is, yes my subject is moving then you go to your shutter speed or shutter priority and you'll either decide to stop the action or show motion or movement and then as you adjust from there you get to show how much you want to stop or show motion or movement because you can move it in increments So that's the question, is my subject moving? If the answer to that question is no, no, my subject is not moving, I am photographing a flower, I am doing a portrait, I am shooting a statue, something that is not moving, then shutter priority is little use to you. Because, as we said, shutter priority is used to show motion of movement, and if the subject isn't moving, then shutter priority, in most cases isn't going to be helpful creatively for you okay and so in that mode in that instance if the answer is no then you will go to aperture priority and in that case you will then decide with your f-stop or your aperture how much of the scene you want to have in focus with a large number f-13 f-16 and going up you will have a longer area in focus and then with a, a lower number, let's say F4, F2.8, F1.8, you will have a, a shallow area, meaning the, the area you see in focus will be very small, and you'll have the blurry background before and in front of your subject. So, the subject is not moving, then you go to Aperture Priority, and in that mode, you can decide how much of the scene you want in focus. Okay? Okay. And so this is a simple decision tree to decide which mode you want to use now i talked about it in terms of the priority mode shutter priority or aperture priority but the same thing The same principles work if you're shooting in manual mode. Because when you're shooting in manual mode, you still want to do the same kind of creating. And so you'll still want to feature one or the other. Even though you adjust both, because in the priority modes, you will adjust one and the camera will adjust the other right you'll choose in shutter priority mode you choose the shutter speed the camera will choose the aperture and then of course in aperture priority you choose the aperture the camera chooses the shutter speed in manual mode you choose both right and so and and so you get to choose both but you still get to feature which one you want to use to create whatever you want to create based on what you're shooting and so If even in manual mode, if you're photographing a subject that is not moving, you still want to think about the aperture first and maybe choose one that will either create the blur you're looking for or have the whole scene sharply in focus. And then you can always, uh, you know, adjust for the amount of light you're using with the shutter speed. Okay, so even in manual mode, you still want to be, you know, very uh, intentional about which one of the two you want to focus, you want to feature, depending on what you want to create. Because the danger in manual mode, and this is another reason you cringe when someone says when they're brand new to photography, I want to only shoot in manual mode, is if you aren't intentional about what you want to create, you will use manual mode and make it a very elegant automatic mode meaning you're just looking at the meter and you're just trying to move the meter to the center and you do that by by you know moving the aperture up to 5.6 and then moving the speed to 250th and if all you're doing is moving aperture and shutter speed to the center and, and and getting middle of the road solutions well that's what automatic does the only reason to leave automatic is to be able to take control and create something and so you want to make sure that even in manual mode you're not just moving the needle to the center if you will but you're being intentional about what you want to create okay so it depends on what you're shooting and what you want to create now you know in manual mode of course you have full control and as 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 rod points out you will hear photographers are starting out or even people who are, you know, gone on down the road say, you know, you only shoot in manual mode. And I joke a lot in my workshops that, you know, that's the most important thing you can learn as a photographer to say, I shot this in manual mode and say with just an air of, of condescension because that makes you better than everyone else. Right. Actually, it doesn't so so the answer then to your your question which you sort of answered yourself rod is you know what shooting mode do you want to, what should you work on again the unsatisfying answer is it depends i would say to you focus less on shooting modes and focus more on seeing the subject you want and seeing and thinking about how you, how you decide you want to create something memorable so, you know, I had this guy once in my workshop who would, who would you know, pull me aside and say, how do I take a picture of that right there? And I'd and I say, of what? And he'd say, this, this, this open scene in front of me, how should I take a picture of it? I said, I don't know. It depends. You have to decide first what you see in here that you want to focus on. And second, you have to decide what you want to create from it to make it interesting and memorable. And only once you've made those two decisions can you then decide what modes to shoot and what, you know, what settings you want to use. I mean, once you've decided those two things, then the settings and the shooting modes have become an easy answer for you. So I'd say focus more on seeing your subject as you walk around and seeing what is it in this scene that jumps out at me and how do I make it stand out and how do I make it interesting and how do I make it memorable and if you could think about those things then the modes should become a little more obvious right so then you'll do one you'll focus on seeing and deciding what you want to create two you'll focus on learning your camera all the tools and and by that i mean sort of learning how to how to see and meet and how not just in terms of composition, but in terms of metering, in terms of getting the light right, and if you if you know those two things, you know how to see creatively and think about what you want to create, and two, if you understand the tools well enough to know where you go to to get the right light and how you go to expose things, then the shooting mode becomes just a really obvious answer and so my my response to you in this long-winded answer to your question is don't focus on shooting modes stop focusing on shooting modes folks if you if if you if you know what you want to create, if you see what you want to shoot, and you know what you want to create, and you understand your camera, the shooting modes will that question will work itself out. Because it's less important for you to be looking at your camera than it is to be looking out at what you want to see and shoot and create. Quit looking at your camera and look out at what the big beautiful world in front of us and figure out what you want to create from it. All right. I hope that's helpful. Now, if, if I just was going so fast and you, you want to remember some of this, I created a slide share based on the decision tree, which I will also embed in the show notes for this Ask Kalin segment. And you can go through the whole decision tree and, and everything um, one slide at a time. It's you know, pretty thorough. It covers everything um, that you will need to know to choose the right mode. As, as we just discussed it. I also have a post I did a while back and I called the danger of shooting in manual mode, and it's sort of what we covered here. So I'll also link that. And between the two of those, you should have some resources to help, um, help get you, help remind you of this discussion, what we talked about, and help support you as you go out and you try to shoot on your own. All right, hope that was helpful for you. I'd love to answer your questions. If anyone else has a question, you can always email it to me or just go to shutterbuglife.com forward slash ask A-S-K-L-Y-N, one N. And then subscribe to hear the answer so that you don't miss it. You can subscribe on iTunes. Go to itunes.shutterbuglife.com or Stitcher. Search for Shutterbug Life in Stitcher. Or the best way, I think, is just to go to shutterbuglife.com forward slash subscribe and subscribe there because you won't get just the stuff that is... um, on a, on the podcast but the other blog posts that I write I'll also send you out reminders on them as well. And so, you know, you then you can join the rest of the community as well. We're on Facebook, we're in person, and we're on all of the platforms and we all shoot and share because this is the place where we all learn share and grow to reach our full potential as photographers all right so thank you so much for your question rod and thank you for everyone else to everyone else for listening and send me your questions i'd love to hear them too i'd love to be able to respond to them on another episode of ask glenn take care <laughs>